There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark. We appreciate you listening to this podcast. And, you know, today could have been a Game 7 in Miami. So I think Philadelphia, very disappointed. And we really appreciate George Niang from the Sixers coming on here to discuss everything that happened this year in the postseason. So, George, I know I know you'd like to be playing a Game 7 today in Miami, but we appreciate the time kind of looking through everything. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you guys for having me on. Obviously, it's uh... – a, a nasty taste uh, in your mouth when you, you can't have an opportunity uh, to play in a game seven um, to move on. Um, obviously you have taken the last couple of days to kind of, you know, sit, sit and think about that. And what can I, what can I do to be better to make the team better? And I'm sure every single one of our guys is doing the same from the front office to the head coaching staff, you know, to the players. And, I think the one thing that I think we can all agree on is that it, it hurts all of us and we want a championship badly, not for ourselves, but, you know, for the people of Philadelphia. So um, these are things that, you know, we're going to think about over the summer and figure out how we can continue to grow as a team and make that championship push. When you're in a series two, two, and then you lose those next two games and you saw what happened, especially in the second half in game six, do you, Go back and watch that. I saw it was on NBA TV on Friday morning, and I, I watched that second half again. Do you watch that, or you just try to eliminate it from your mind? Um, you know, I, I'll eventually, you know, get to watch it. But uh, with it being so so soon, I, I don't know if I really want to bring myself, you know, to watch that. You know, it's, it's disappointing for me. It's disappointing for all of us. You know, we all have aspirations to be the – the best players that we can be. And like I said, to bring a championship to Philadelphia. And when you don't reach those goals, um, you know, looking back at it a day or two after it, it worsens, worsens the pain. So uh, I'll, I'll have an opportunity to, to look at it here in the next couple of weeks and, and figure out, you know, what I could have done better and what I need to do better over the, you know, course of this summer to be better next year. Uh, to make sure that we can bring a championship here. That's the reason why I came to Philadelphia was to compete um, for a championship. And I think we have the roster to do that. And uh, what, what, what better city to do it for in Philadelphia? These people would, will kill for you uh, if you take care of them. I watched that second half again, and I saw Doc Rivers uh, say, fight for this. He was saying, fight for this. And were you surprised maybe about the level of compete or being outworked? by the heat in that second half in game six? Um, you know, Miami's a great team, so I'm not going to take any uh, credit uh, away from them. They came in um, and, and did what they had to do. You know, an elimination game, as you see, like in uh, when we played in Toronto, you got to jump on someone and keep hitting and not let them – make them think that their best option is to lay down and take this beating. And, um, you know, there are points, you know – down the stretch, you know, where us players needed to do a better job of executing 
and um, get into the right spots to to make it uh, a closer game. And we didn't do that, and they capitalized off that. Um, obviously, um, you know the the score isn't evident to how the the series was, but it, it was uh, disappointing to say the least. And I, like I said, I think all of us are going to take a look in the mirror and and not let that pain happen again. Tobias Harris was pretty honest after game six saying he thought the mental toughness wasn't there and he saw the body language. And then Joel mentioned the physicality. Do you think those are things that going through experiences like this, you can get more mentally tough in those moments? Yeah, we got to figure it out, right? You know, uh, it's on us as players. You know I mean? You can't put anything on anybody else besides yourself if you're not, you know, mentally prepared for what is about to happen. Um, in the playoffs. And, um, you know, I think all of us are going to take a long, hard look in the mirror and, and realize what we brought this year was good, but it wasn't good enough. And how are we going to continue to be mentally tough, be in the best shape, um, stick together, not splinter apart uh, when things get tough. I feel like there were a lot of times this year where we had a lot of moments where we hung in tough. We had one of the best road records, I think, in the, in the NBA. And, um, you know, we just need to continue to carry that glue and grit um, into the playoffs and, and not splinter, you know, uh, in those moments. Do you think if you have a healthy Joel Embiid, you're, you're playing in the game seven tonight or the series is different? Uh, you know, those things, what they say about if and, you know, but um, Joel Embiid is, you know, if not the best player in the NBA, one of the best players in the NBA. He had a fracture in his face, a torn ligament in his thumb. Um, obviously, I think if, if we have a healthy Joel, things are different. But, you know, that's re that's the reason why there's a small fraternity of people that have won championships. You you got to get lucky and you got to figure out that stuff out. And um, But the thing that gives me hope is that, you know, we're always going to have the support system. We're always going to be behind a great organization. Um, and I think we have the talent right now. Um, to put us over the hump. Now it's all about putting the glue and the sticks and pieces together uh, to make sure that we're maximizing all those opportunities. Um, and I think once we do that, um, we'll bring a championship to Philadelphia. Jo Joel was also very honest about uh, he's at his best when he's aggressive and almost imposing his will on the opponent. And he said he didn't feel like himself. And so maybe it's in his mind can I be aggressive here with my injuries? How much do you think the injuries, not just physically, but affected him emotionally or his spirit and things like that? Um, you know, that that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I usually don't like to comment on injuries because you never know unless you're in feeling that pain in the body, in their body. But um, you can see it. I mean, if I have a broken face, there's, I'm not just going to be openly throwing myself in there. Not saying that Joel, you know, wasn't as aggressive as he should be, but you can see, you know, that he wasn't himself. And that that mask can only protect so much. I remember guys like were hitting it and it was bothering him. So, um, you know, for him to have to go through that, you know, with a, with a mild concussion and then the thumb, um, you know, it, it speaks volumes to who he is that he got out there and gave it his all and, and did – uh, let us go out there without him. And um, I appreciate that about Joel. Uh, but that being said, um, next year is is going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot out of him. And he had a hell of a year. It's going to take a lot out of me, Tyrese, Tobias, James, 
you know, everybody. And it's going to take that much more because what we gave this year, um, evidently, you know, wasn't good enough and we need to keep going and give more. And um, I think this summer is a huge summer for, for this team. With Joel not being himself completely, you saw other guys step up. You had Danny Green in game three. You had James Harden in game four. You had Tyrese Maxey mixed in. How tough was that in game six, <clears throat> everything that Danny was giving in the series to see him go down like that? And I believe, were you one of the guys that helped carry him off the court? Yeah. How tough was that? Uh, you know, Danny's <clears throat> been a really huge piece to the success of this team. He has that championship DNA. Um, he's been to the mountaintop. He's won three championships, so he knows what it takes. And uh, I think he was really coming into his own in the playoffs, especially last year after missing it with an injury. And now I think it's with the torn ACL. You're just gut-wrenched for that guy because you know how much time and effort and joy that he comes in every day. And I think year 13 or 14 or however many years it is for him, he comes in with the same passion, same excitement. And um, it's unfortunate that that injury happened and he was a huge piece for us, uh, not just in the playoffs, but throughout the whole year. And you throughout the whole year, you were shooting over 40% from three and your knee was bothering you. How much did that affect you in the series against Miami? Yeah, I mean, obviously that's on me, you know, uh, to, to take care of my body and to be in the best shape that I can be so that lingering injuries, um, you know, don't happen. Obviously I wasn't a hundred percent, but nobody was. So you, you got to figure it out. And, that's going to come with, you know, the preparation before the playoffs start. And uh, that's somewhere where I'm going to have a long, hard look in the mirror and, and write the things out that I want to be better at, that I can contribute and control um, to make sure that, you know, I'm not letting my team down uh, when my team needs me. Um, obviously, you know, the regular season is one thing, but playoff basketball is, is totally different. So to, to struggle in a, you know, in a series where, you know, we needed shooting, obviously that gut wrenches me and I don't want to ever let that happen again. So that's something that, you know, I'm going to have to continue to grow and, and be better and, and make sure that I can uh, help us win moving forward. Do you have to have any kind of procedure on your knee? Um, I, the, uh, we, I'll get an MRI uh, soon. Um, I don't think it's anything structurally. I think it may be some, you know, uh, quad tendonitis or cartilage damage, but you know, we don't know yet. Um, obviously, it was extremely painful, um, but, you know, our training staff, you know, did a good job of making sure for those three, four hours, anytime we had a game, I was, you know, feeling good enough to get out there and, and play. You obviously were battling through it. Joel with several serious injuries, and he has to have surgery on his thumb. Yeah. Um, when you do battle injuries and you're trying to get your body right or as good as it can be for those moments how much does it affect you mentally uh trying to feel like your body is right to do what you do on the court right i was just telling someone this the other day when the playoffs come around you want to minimize um the amount of distractions in your life whether it's a crazy girlfriend wife you know you just want to keep the noise to a minimum so that you can just focus on the team yourself you know, and the other team and what they're doing. And when you deal with injuries, um, I'm sure Joel can tell you, it's just another thing that you have to think about that you really don't want to think about. You know, it's, it's not out there like seamlessly where it's like, oh, my body's going to feel good when I do it. It's like every time that I do a move or a movement, I feel this pain. And it's something that, you know, 
a thought, a negative thought that you don't want to have in your head because you got to focus on is Jimmy Butler driving left or, you know what I mean? Is, is this a pin down? And it's just one more thing to think about. So uh, if you can get into a postseason and be healthy, it just minimalizes, uh, minimizes the distractions um, around you. And that's, that's why it's so tough to win a championship. What is it like for you as a professional athlete when every single day during the year, you're looking ahead to that next practice, you're looking ahead to that next game, you're thinking about a possible game seven, and all of a sudden it's just like falling off a cliff. It just ends right away. What is that like as a professional athlete? Yeah, it, it gets tougher and tougher, um, you know, every year because 82 games is a long, a long season, especially, you know, it goes by in a, in a blink of an eye, but when you're in the grind of it, it is, uh, it's a long season. And when you sit back and you think that, you know, you got to be willing to get your heart broken again and, and be vulnerable with the guys in your locker room and play another two 80, 82 games to get to the point you were just at, it, it's tough. And um, when it abruptly ends, I'd like to take five to seven days and decompress by myself. And the, the toughest part is, you know, sitting and watching the rest of the games and going, that could have been you if, if this happened. I think, you know, when I, when I look back on the season, uh, I think we had a lot of great moments. We did a lot of great things as a team. Um, but I, I know we're not finished. I know guys are going to come back even hungrier. But when it just ends abruptly like this, it's, it sucks. But it also may be the best thing for us um, to let us feel that pain and push us over the top next season. Do you get like the whole thing here in Philadelphia about there hasn't been a championship here since 1983 with the Sixers, 39 years, and then fans went through the process. So like when you when you look at the regular season, you guys were the you weren't on the team last year, but the Sixers were the number one seed last year, then playoff disappointment. This year, you're two games behind the number one seed. You're tied for the second best record in the East. How do you weigh what you guys did in the regular season compared to the disappointment and, and Philadelphia finally looking for that first Sixer team to go to an Eastern Conference final in two decades? Yeah, I mean, I think that the biggest thing is um, you feel it, you know it. I mean, it, it's it's talked about. You know, I mean, we're not living in a bubble here. And uh, I think that's motivating for all of us. Um, all of us want to be a part of that. Um, to put the Philly, you know, fan base at, at ease with, you know, having a team go to the finals, win a championship, go to the Eastern Conference finals. Um, it's not going to be easy. Um, but like I said before, I think we have the talent on this roster uh, to do that. And, um, you know, like you were saying, I, we know about it. We, we hear about it and uh, we feel it. And uh, I, we want it just as bad or even more than them. Um, and I think, you know, not to put too much expectation on next year, but I think that that's, that's where we're going to be at. And I, I firmly believe that. And I feel like this is a part of our journey and our process um, to go through this, to realize that, you know, it's not going to be easy, but what are you going to do to separate yourself um, from the rest of the team? And yeah, last year they were number one. And this year we were, you know, two games out from, you know, the first place team, but that just goes to show you in the NBA, there's a small margin for error. And uh, if we can continue to grow and, and fix those, you know, small things, I, I think we're, we're going to be doing uh, amazing things.
Joel Embiid said that he took his game to even another level this past season, and he thinks that he can get to another level, and he senses that it is like, okay, I have to keep getting better to accomplish what I want to accomplish. And I keep going back to the last dance, watching the last dance of Michael Jordan. He went through stuff like this. He got beat up by the Pistons for a couple of years. He said, I got to get bigger. How much is it like, okay, you learn how tough it is or how much better you have to get, especially in the playoffs in those big moments to get over the hump. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to grow every off season. There's not an off season that you should have as a professional athlete where you're thinking, Oh, I'm just going to, do the minimum to stay where I am. If you want to be the best, and I know Joel wants to be the best because I see how he works and his approach every single day, you have to take that leap. You have to come in and have someone be like, wow, that that person really spent time on whether it was their body, their craft, um, because everybody else is doing it. And if you're not getting better, you're getting worse because someone else is getting better and they're passing you. And that's the competitive nature you know, that we have here. And that's a competitive beast that you deal with in the NBA. Nobody's going to be like, oh, well, you guys were the four seed or one seed. So, you know, we'll let you guys keep being better. There's guys that are like, no, I want to be the four seed. I want to be the one seed. I want to play in the playoffs. I haven't played in the playoffs. So um, I think the best part about this group is that everyone is going to look themselves in the mirror and and be ready to take that jump going forward. And, and Joel had a remarkable season, but um, I think he's still just scratching the surface of how dominant he really can be. You know, in, in that series with the Heat, Jimmy Butler, a couple of years ago, he was able to make it to the finals. And it seemed to me, man, he was taking it personally on that court, uh, especially in those, you know, game six in Philly. Um, is that also a thing like experience of knowing in those moments when it's all on the line, raising your game to the next level? Yeah, 100 percent. Playoff experience is a real thing. So, you know, the fact that, you know, Tyrese Maxey got more playoff experiences it's huge for us going forward because you take those moments where, you know, you had failures um, and you help them. You, it helps you realize what you need to do to be better, to not let that happen again. What did I do here that didn't work and how can I continue to be better? Uh, but yeah, Jimmy Butler did a great job. You know, he has playoff experience. He has, you know, playoff DNA. Um, he did a great job for them. I know you like to talk trash, and, and it is fun to hear a lot of it. Um, Jimmy Butler, was, was he talking a lot of trash in this series, especially towards the end? I mean, uh, it, it, that's Jimmy. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah, he was, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I, I expect that. The playoffs are you, you work your whole offseason, your regular season to get to this point. Emotions are high, and you're a man, and you're competing at a high level. and he, he was running his mouth. We were running our mouth. It was, it was one of those things where, you know, you want to throw people off their game and let someone know how bad you're kicking their ass. And um, you talk trash. I mean, that's, that's pretty much how I go about doing it. Doc Rivers obviously said, Joel Embiid is your best player. And he said, you in some ways are the emotional leader by being very verbal and, and saying things and letting it all out there. Is that tough for you in those tough playoff moments um, to find your spots, pick your spots where you do let some of that out on some of the guys? I mean, I heard stories this year where Tyrese and James would go back at each other and say, you're going to show up tonight. And then second half, they have a big second half. I mean, where, where were you with that? 
Um, I, I think the biggest thing for me is just, you know, remaining constant, you know, with my energy, you know, I like to come in and have a, you know, vibrant energy about me and try to be as positive as I can. But, you know, when things aren't, you know, going right, you know, addressing them, but not in a way that's, you know, demoralizing anybody. And sometimes people need to hear it that way, but also sometimes people need a, you know, a, an arm put around them and told them being told everything's going to be all right. Um, you know, this was a huge year for my growth, you know, as, you know, as an emotional leader. But I think the best thing about it was I was just being me. I was coming in every day, enjoying what I do, um, loving to compete at a high level. And um, obviously, I couldn't give you like one specific story, but that's just, you know, how things go as a teammate. You know, you hold people accountable, you come in and, and you try to be positive, whether, you know, that's James, you know, telling Tyrese you're going to show up or vice versa. I mean, it, it's just, it was me being me and it felt good to, you know, that doc, you know, recognize that, you know, moving forward. James Harden's taken a lot of heat and you see ESPN, a lot of these shows, there's a lot of hot takes. And I, I was disappointed to see the way it ended for James after having a big game four, game six, didn't have any points in the second half. Where do you think James is? We heard Joel say he's not the Houston James Harden. That's not who he is anymore. And this did come quickly, the trade, and, and having a couple months together. Where do you think he is going into next season? Um, you know, I know James is going to sit down and, and dissect, like he talked about, you know, his two years and how it's been a long two years, whether it's nursing injuries, being traded. Um, and I think he's a competitor, and I know he loves the game of basketball. So I know he's going to do everything in his power um, to continue to grow as a player um, and grow into the mold that we need him to be um, for this team to be successful. Um, obviously, he's taking a lot of heat, um, but I don't think James pays attention to that. I think he's focused on what he needs to do and how he can grow to help us win a championship. And I know deep down, you know, he wants a championship just as bad as uh, any of us. We saw some disorganization on offense in some of those games late in the series and then maybe defensively some things, communication and stuff. How much do you think having a complete offseason training camp, everything together, you can get a lot of these things down with James, Joel, and everybody? I think that's huge. I mean, uh, if you um, – John, if you if you look at our whole season from the beginning with Ben and, you know, injuries, COVID, you know, it was we've had a long season of, of who's in the lineup, who's not in the lineup, who's getting traded, who's here, what are we doing? Um, and, you know, the way that we handled it, you know, for most of the year, I would say I'm, I'm proud of our group. But like you said, to have a full off season, to have, you know, you know, rapport, you know, uh, different training sessions to realize, you know, where guys want the ball, where like, we didn't have much practice time. Maybe we had like four or five total practices with James. Now you have a whole training camp. Now everybody gets to be on the same page. You get to work through some kinks. Um, and I think that's really going to help us moving forward, especially having a, a full off season and everybody staying put and knowing where they're at. Hey, uh, before I wrap this up, just want to ask you how you liked Philly. For some guys coming from, you know, we have guys who come from California. It's like, whoa, wow. Yeah. Uh, Midwest, you know, you come from the Midwest and, and then you come to Philly and this is a hardcore East Coast sports town. What, what was your year like here in Philly? Oh, I loved it. So I was born and raised in Boston. So I know what it's like, you know, to be on the East Coast and 
how these fans and these people tick. And um, I love every second of being in Philadelphia. Uh, the passion that they show, uh, the love that they show, it, it, it's second to none. And I had an amazing, you know, time here this year. And I want to be here as long as I can. Philly is is remarkable and there's no place like it. Well, listen, we really appreciate your time because I know this is a tough time. And, uh, you know, we wish you the best next year. And yeah. I, I think Philly loves your vibe yeah. and uh, the emotional uh, the emotional vibe that you bring to the team as well as uh, how well you shoot that ball. So we appreciate your time and uh, thanks for doing this. Thanks, John. I appreciate that. All right. Have a good off season. All right. We'll see you soon. <laughs>